The following program is presented by the HTM Podcast Network. Ladies and gentlemen, our nation and our world is facing an economic and ecological crisis of disastrous proportions. I'm talking, of course, about Peruvian flute bands. The red dots indicate where the highest concentrations of Peruvian flute bands are. All over the world, wherever there are tourists or shoppers, there are now, on average, 65 Peruvian flute bands per square kilometer. General? France, Japan, and the Northeastern United States are currently the hardest hit. Make no mistake, this is a pan flute epidemic. A pandemic? Three countries in Asia and seven in Europe have already asked for our help in getting rid of their Peruvian flute bands. We will need every resource available to see this through. Excuse me, but eight other countries? Senator, with all due respect, we need to be dealing with our own pan flute bands. Let other countries fend for themselves. You heartless bastard. This country was founded on beliefs in freedom and integrity. And we will not sit back and do nothing while less fortunate countries are ravaged by Peruvian flu bands. Is that clear? <laughs> Welcome to another episode of HTM Tech, brought to you by the HTM Podcast Network, also in association with Microplay, located in Brantford, Ontario, Canada. We can be found on Facebook and Twitter by searching at the HTM Tech Pod. To listen to the podcast, you can find us on Podbean, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and all those other podcasters out there as well. As always, I am Big Joe, and another week has come and gone in the world of technology. Now, as you heard in our opener, as always, we had some fun with some South Park with the whole coronavirus BS kind of going on. Well, not, not so much BS. Maybe that's not the, the best way to put it. I just thought, I thought I'd have a little bit of fun uh, there with these pandemics and whatnot. And is there a potential for this whole coronavirus thing to get out of control and for a lot of people to get infected? You know, absolutely. But as of right now, it's something that we don't need to get too crazy here with folks. But I might get into that a little bit here. Now... Last week, of course, we did have Mike uh, back for one episode, but he is back on a brief hiatus. Don't worry, he will be back very soon. But for the time being, um, doing this a uh, little bit uh, solo again, but I do have Mike still kind of giving me some stories, and uh, I'm definitely going to cover a few of them. And uh, the first one I want to kind of get to here is having to do with Twitter. Now, for myself, I'm not a big user of Twitter. In fact, I don't really use Twitter at all, and I find Facebook to be enough for me when it comes to social media, but I know a lot of people use Twitter. Um, there's been some changes to Twitter, and uh, I'm reading uh, an article here coming from our friends at The Verge. Headline reads, Twitter now bans dehumanizing remarks based on age, disability, and disease. Okay, let's see what they have to say here. Uh, Twitter has updated its hate speech policies to cover tweets that make dehumanizing remarks, which are remarks that treat others as less than human, quote-unquote, on the basis of age, disability, and disease. Changes follow updates to the company's policies made last July that said Twitter would remove tweets that dehumanize religious groups. So it looks like it was limited to basically just religious groups. 
Prior to that, Twitter issued a broad ban in 2018 on dehumanizing speech to complement its existing hate speech policies that cover protected classes like race and gender. Here we go with the gender stuff. It has since been updating these dehumanization policies to take into account specific cases its original rule set failed to address based on other user feedback. Now Twitter says tweets like the ones in the image below, um, some some kind of racy stuff there that I won't uh, get too into, um, they will be removed when they are reported. So it looks like these still have to be reported, so no word on if they're actually kind of monitoring the stuff as it, it's happening. Uh, the customer says reported tweets in violation of these new policies, but posted before today will be removed, but won't result in account suspensions. Okay. Twitter first rolled up policies banning dehumanizing speech in September of 2018. At the time, Twitter asked for feedback and later said it received more than 8,000 responses across more than 30 countries in just two weeks' time. Much of the feedback centered around the policies being too broad. So Twitter has begun calling out specific types of speech against specific groups and, or sorry, as against its rules, starting with religion and now age, disability, and disease. So I would have figured it would have been common sense of not making fun of people with diseases. I mean, outside of just like an inner circle kind of joke amongst a few people, but, uh, Again, common sense should kind of prevail in some of these situations, but uh, apparently not the case. Uh, Twitter does not allow misgendering or naming transgender people by the name they used before they transitioned, also called dead naming. New terms coming out every day, folks. The policy put in place in late 2018, the company said uh, in October 2019 that its automated moderation tools now flag and remove more than half of all abusive tweets before users report them. Wow. So, yeah, they're really clamping down on this kind of stuff. Like I said, for me, I'm not much of a Twitter person. In fact, like I said, I don't use it at all. This kind of stuff, cracking down on this stuff, I mean, for the most part, folks use common sense. At the same time, too, sometimes a joke is just a joke between a small knit group kind of people. So I'm sure that there'll be some stuff that gets reported by accident, and uh, I'm sure things will get out of hand. But in the meantime, they're, they're cracking down on this stuff, folks. They're cracking down. All right, next up, I got a little bit of gaming stuff here. Now, this sounds pretty interesting here. 2K making NFL games again. Uh, 2K's last officially licensed NFL football video game, ESPN, NHL, NHL, NFL, 2K5, too many freaking letters, uh, came out in 2004. And since that time, fans have clamored for a deal that would bring the league and the publisher back together. As of right now, EA has kind of a stranglehold on the NFL license and uh, an exclusive deal, which makes this kind of interesting. Uh, Today, 2K has announced that it is indeed renewing its partnership with the NFL through a multi-year deal although in a slightly different form than back in the glory days of the NFL 2K brand. 2K is planning multiple quote-unquote non-simulation football game experiences, according to the official press release, which are already in development and scheduled to release in 2021. No word on which platforms these titles will appear on or whether NFL 2K series developer visual concepts will be back at the helm in any capacity because we know they did such a great job on the WWE game, Starcasm. 
We're thrilled to be back in the business with the NFL in a partnership that will span multiple video games centered on fun, approachable, and social experiences, said David Ismailer, president of 2K. Although the deal's non-simulation stipulation seemingly all but rules out 2K once again challenging EA and the Madden NFL franchise. It's possible the new deal could pave the way for an NFL Blitz style. That'd be cool with that. Over-the-top take on the sport. In a similar vein, in 2018, 2K published the NBA Jam-inspired NBA Playgrounds 2 by Saber Interactive. So yeah, some interesting stuff there. 2K getting back into the football games, and we'll see if they can crank out something better, like I said, than WWE, because that was... Uh, An utter disaster, folks. A disaster. Right, so staying in the video game news realm here. Uh, Microsoft set to detail Xbox Series X and xCloud new live stream next week. So instead of going to one of these conferences, they're going to do sort of like a direct kind of thing here, which uh, is going to become a trend with a lot of this kind of stuff going forward. Uh, This year's annual Game Developers Conference, otherwise known as GDC, might have been postponed amid the novel... Corona, I can't say coronavirus as much as I've been saying that. Sometimes I still get it wrong. The coronavirus outbreak, but that's not stopping Microsoft from streaming what it had planned for the show. The Xbox maker has revealed it's planning to stream a number of developer-focused keynotes, including one specifically about the Xbox Series X and Project X Cloud on March 18th, which is coming up in about seven days, so just shy of a week. Uh, Microsoft has so far surprised Xbox fans with the unveiling of the Series X hardware designed during the Game Awards last year and confirmation last month of the 12 teraflop GPU performance, which is still amazing to me. Uh, Microsoft's hour-long live stream will be focused on how game developers can leverage its next-gen Xbox hardware, and we're likely to hear some new details. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. The company has been revealing Xbox Series X features and hardware specs in a gradual way, and it's likely to continue next week. So some interesting stuff there. We're going to hear some more details, maybe even some game reveals, some stuff like that. Uh, And more on uh, the GDC, it looks like they're going to stream some some other stuff too for some other developers and, and whatnot so looking forward to some of that as well um another big thing in the gaming uh realm here is that e3 which we have uh, talked a little bit about uh, looks like it's going to likely be canceled as well so no word yet on if they're going to do some kind of direct thing i would imagine that they would or maybe just some of these developers would do their own thing that's a big thing that's up in here right now, and uh, so looking forward to seeing, sorry, hearing more about uh, what's going on with that forward to know what we can look forward to when it comes to that. And also, hopefully PlayStation will do something of some sort because still all quiet on all the fronts when it comes to, to Sony and, and the PlayStation 5. Still nothing. We were, we were all expecting by the end of February to have news about this, and we're getting close to mid-March and still nothing there too, so hopefully... Coming up before the end of this month, we'll hear about the PlayStation 5 as well. Also, adding to the list of things that uh, have been canceled when it comes to technology, Google I.O. in 2020, set to come up pretty soon. Looks like it's going to be, it is canceled. So likely they'll do some kind of digital thing as well. I think that that's probably a good thing for Google. Uh, They can kind of be in direct kind of control. Sometimes those big outdoor things don't quite go 
all that great. So this they'll be be able to just put it exactly what they want, just get their point across, and it'd be a long kind of drawn out thing. So I think that that's a a good move on their part. Again, with this kind of whole thing, it's kind of the way that they have to do it now. Not just this company, but all the companies across the board. It's just the way that things are going to be done for the time being, apparently. All right, before I take a quick break here, with our tech, let's do our tech tip of the week here. And this one is going to be relatively simple this week. For computer users out there, and I'm talking laptop. Well, maybe not so, no, possibly laptops because you may use this device with a laptop depending on what you do. But especially if you have a desktop kind of setup like I have here. Talking a mouse, and I think it's something that a lot of people kind of overlook these days. And this is something that you have to. Well, there's different uh, types. I, I use an iMac, as you all know, so I have the wireless, cordless Magic Mouse that uh, you only have to recharge like every month or two months, depending on how much you use it. Um, with these things, though, the the main t- tip with this kind of stuff here: keep them clean. Again, microfiber is your best friend with this kind of stuff. Now, a lot of these mouses don't have scroll wheels or little balls on the, on the bottom. Like for, for the longest time, a lot of mouses had that little kind of round ball to kind of roll things around. Now, uh, it has a little light sensor, and that's how it tracks the movement on that. But you still need to keep that area clean for these things to work at their best. And specifically with this mouse that I have here, one thing I will recommend when it comes to charging, like a lot of things that have batteries on them, try and completely use it until the battery completely dies and then fully charge it back up like that. Um, you'll just you'll get the most out of the battery life and, and the device, especially with this kind of thing. There really isn't a good way to take this apart. Likely once this thing completely dies and doesn't take a charge, you just got to go buy a new one. So take care of these things. They are rather expensive now getting up into the hundred plus dollar price range when it comes to for a mouse so take care of it and your mouse will take care of you folks all right we're gonna take a quick break here and we're gonna come back and wrap up the show for this week this week's episode is brought to you by microplay located right here in Brant frontier canada located at 265 king georgia road it is at chris and gang for all of your video game needs all right guys big joe back here on htm tech so, again, thanks to everybody for tuning in. Hopefully there's some helpful stuff there. I know the uh, the mouse tip uh, should uh, about uh, those of you who run a desktop computer. Now, before I do go this week, though, I do have one more thing to talk to you guys about. And just a little bit more with this coronavirus stuff here. I know people are getting a little tired of hearing about this, but I think this is an important thing. This isn't really technically tech-related, but still something I want to talk about here. And I'm pulling this from our friends at The Verge here with this stuff. The great articles there on technology and things surrounding technology, if you want to check them out, uh, theverge.com. Now, this article reads, Fearful reactions to the new coronavirus can put lives at risk. Now, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but just the first couple of paragraphs to kind of make the point here. Uh, people in the U.S., and this isn't just limited to the U.S., Canada here as well, and around the world, are worried about the new coronavirus outbreak. Of course we all are. That concern is warranted. The virus is a scary new threat. It can cause serious harm, and there aren't any medications that can stop it. That's not to mention the cancellations of schools, popular events, and general disruption that people's lives to people's lives that it's causing. But fear and the things people do when they're afraid changes and drives the societal impact of the virus. Viruses can't function on their own. They require a host, a person, in order to survive and reproduce. That person makes choices and behaves in certain ways. 
When the person's behaviors are driven by fear, it can lead to discrimination and decision-making out of line with public health recommendations, which can make the outbreak even worse. You can read the rest of the article, like I said, at TheVerge.com. The article is called Fearful Reactions to the New Coronavirus Can Put Lives at Risk. This is a big thing here because we're seeing all over the place people going and shopping and stocking up and going nuts, like going for like toilet paper and canned goods and whatnot. It's a good thing to get some of this kind of stuff, but just going crazy. And I'm sure that people are going to get injured or possibly even killed in these kind of shopping stampedes that are happening. Folks, just it's okay to, to kind of stock up on things, but don't put yourself at risk of hurting yourself or other people just for, for this kind of stuff here. Just, it's, it seems so crazy to me that, I mean, this thing is barely even hardly out there. This, this, like I said, this virus is potentially going to be fairly dangerous, but at this point now we don't need to get into mass hysteria and panic. It's just, it's not necessary folks. Just take vitamins. Vitamin C is a big one. Keep yourself clean wash your hands, don't sneeze into each other's faces, and let's just take it easy until they can find a vaccine for this thing and they can get it under control. But in the meantime, just take some basic precautions and we're likely going to be just fine, folks. No need to get all in hysteria. We really don't need to. All right, guys, we're going to wrap it up here for this week, and we're going to end off like we usually do with some music here and to, to kind of lighten the mood and have a little bit of fun with the, the music at the end of this episode. I actually switched this up on the fly here and we're gonna we're gonna have some fun with this one. I think you guys are gonna dig this one. This one was on the radio quite a bit when it first came out. Then I mean, they played the crap out of this. I still dig this song and I hope you guys too. So we're gonna end off with Liam Lynch with the United States of Whatever. Have a good one and we'll see you on the next one. Whatever. I went down to the beach and saw Kiki. She was all like, eh, and I'm like, whatever. Then this chick comes up to me and she's all like, hey, aren't you that dude? And I'm like, yeah, whatever. So later, I'm, I'm at the pool hall and this girl comes up and she's all like, uh, and I'm like, yeah, whatever. Cause this is my United States of whatever. And then it's 3 a.m. I'm on the corner wearing my leather. This dude comes up and he's like, hey, punk. I'm like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> then I'm throwing dice in the alley. Officer Leroy comes up and he's like, hey, I thought I told you. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and then up comes Zaffo. I'm like, yo, Zaffo, what's up? He's like, Dud. I'm like, that's cool. Because this is my United States of Oh, you know how to do